Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. excited um <laughs> we have so many so many rem- remarks and messages and theories and thoughts what's going on we've been through the whole mrs flood mess um i'm ankle deep in mrs flood mess uh but we've got heaps more uh, to come on the church on ruby road uh how you felt how whether you're excited ali says omg uh, it's capital letters, so you've got to say them all that loud. OMG! Uh, they have set us up for so many mysteries. And, you know, given that that's the lifeblood of the Adam Richard Has a Theory podcast, I'm here for it. I'm here for mysteries. <laughs> um, Ellie says, who claimed the gold tooth? Will we ever know? I mean, we will. Maybe Mrs. Flood claimed the gold tooth. Um, who took over the neighbour lady? I mean, did anyone take over Mrs. Flood? I feel like she's the same. Like, it's just she winked at us. Um, she didn't know what a TARDIS was and distrusted her neighbour, then knew exactly what a TARDIS was and showed affection or perhaps is a little patronising to her neighbour. Yeah. I mean, look, this is a, a hallmark of um, Russell T. Davis's writing. You know, she's not unlike uh, Jackie Tyler in her behaviour. Like, maybe she's Jackie Tyler. Um, but you know how Jackie would be all, you know, narky with someone and the next minute just be completely in love with them? Uh, the same with the Doctor. Like, she's really mean to the Doctor and then she's like, adores him. So, it's that. I think it, it, feel, it felt like that kind of relationship between Mrs. Flood and Abdul next door. Um, was he next door? He's from down the road. By the way, they're on Minto Road, um, which is, I think, was it in a Torchwood or somewhere? Oh, no, maybe it's even in Rose where they say, oh, should we try the new pizza place on Minto Road? And this is Minto Road. <gasps> what if she's Rose? <laughs> 
just hanging around looking for the pizza place. I, I, okay, that's not it. I've lost my tiny mind. Um, Ali also wants to know if the blue front door is a red herring. I mean, there's a few blue front doors. It is a concern, given that we saw that the doctor's influence had gone a long way to creating uh, Rose Noble's um, shed, uh, thereby being a front door. And I don't know if we saw in the, if you've had a look at the trailer for the new series, which, you know, we're not getting until May, um, but the Doctor is quite clearly lifting Rose up in the unit headquarters. So it looks like Rose is part of unit as well as uh, Mel, um, Bonnie Lakeford's character. Uh, so, Ali says, I've seen theories about another Time Lord or even the Master. My first thought was actually Zygon. Oh, a Zygon. That's exciting. There was a Zygon. Um, I know I was talking about the last time, time Anita Dobson was in the show. Uh, but there was a Zygon in that whole run of... Uh, 8th, Paul McGann, 8th Doctor and Sheridan Smith Audios um, who became quite an important character uh, throughout the series and I think Tim Brooke Taylor played as Zygon in, <laughs> in one of those episodes they were so cool they were um, they kind of came out um, when the show first came back uh, so maybe like 2006 and 7, Stephen Gately was in an episode and um, uh, and they kind of took the format of they were they felt like a nice bridge between old school Doctor Who with you know the four half hour episodes and the new Doctor Who's with the forty five minute breakneck speed episodes and so it was kind of like a you know it felt like a nice bridge between the two. Um, they're really good. Like you know if you wanted to get into Big Finish, I can highly recommend that first series of Paul McGann and Sheridan Smith Audios, which I think are maybe on Spotify. Am I wrong about that? They might be. Or they're probably on the BBC website somewhere. Um, BBC Sounds, is that what it's called? Uh, which you can, like, I listen to that all the time. Like They, they don't seem to have blocked me for some reason. Um, uh, Ali also asks, is Ruby also not of this earth? Well, that, I think, is... Maybe I mean, they've done the DNA testing on her, so, you know, they would have known... Davina McCall would know she's not human. Um, <laughs> but she knows she has no family here, so maybe they're from another, like a, a space colony. We all know the Brits love a colony. Uh, Ali says, did the birth mother see what was happening and pause long enough to watch and make sure the baby was safe? Even at a slow walk, that had been out of sight by the time it was all over, unless they paused. Like, my biggest concern was, like, it's cold. Uh, that is snow. You're putting a baby in the snow. Like, that does not seem... Like, you know, the baby could have hypothermia within a minute. Like, their babies are very susceptible to all sorts of problems. Um, so, that was... I was worried. I'm like, I know when they made the show, like, it's just... Um, I think it's detergent <laughs> they used to make snow now. Because they used to use, like, uh, mashed potato for a long time. Um I think they used asbestos once upon a time. Uh, you know, there's been some problematic <laughs> fake snows in, in, in the world. Um, uh, Ali also wants to know, why did the doctor choose not to go and speak to the birth mother so he could answer Ruby's questions? Well, I'm wondering if he did. Uh, and we'll see that later on. 
Um, Because Russell T. Davis has said the identity of the mother is an important thing. (gasps) What if it's Rose? Uh, I'm obsessed with it being Rose now. Um, uh, Ali goes on to say, every myth has a grain of truth. So, by generation, probably had happened before, just before the current line of Doctor's last memory wipe, which could mean there are already multiple Doctors running around. Brain overload! Oh, yeah, so much fun. Uh, this is, uh, it's, it's, it's berserk. Um, Bert was not a huge fan of the Christmas special. Uh, he said on Patreon, I know the Christmas specials are traditionally a rollicking ride filled with fanciful whimsy, but, capital letters, but, I'm really struggling with time-travelling goblins. I tried to like it. I really did. But having the Doctor and Ruby take to the stage to sing a few bars with Miss Snooty and Jabba the Goblin King while the cast of a Muppet Christmas danced around him it was cringeworthy. And not a great way to see our new Doctor in real action for the first time. It's pretty clear that Ruby's cloaked mum will be back, as will the uh, know-all neighbour. I loved the chemistry between Shooty and Millie, though. I think they're going to be great together. But the cause and effect of this episode made no sense. And then to have the Doctor try to justify the fantasy of it all with a few technobabble lines was kind of insulting to the audience. In the words of comic book guy from The Simpsons, worst Christmas special ever. Oh, that's a big call. Um, There are a couple in the past that I was not hugely overly smitten with. But I think that's the thing with Christmas special. Sometimes the Christmas specialness of it is more at the forefront than the Doctor Who-ness of it all. And, you know, as Jeff pointed out, this has a very kind of labyrinth, uh, Jim Henson-y feel. So, the fact that, yeah, they do look like Muppets um, and there is singing, uh, it does feel kind of... Christmas especially, more than an episode of Doctor Who-y. Um, the same way that, you know, uh, the one with Kylie Minogue, where she did not sing. Um, but there was a song in that. Like, there was singing in that episode. And it was a big kind of uh, disaster movie, which I think was... a it was, was that a tradition in England? Did you get a disaster movie at Christmas? I mean, there's a lot of TV at Christmas in England because you can't leave the house because all the shops are shut and the world is frozen outside. Um... But yeah, Bert, I'm sorry that you didn't love it. Um, Again, I didn't love it the first time I watched it, but watching it again now, I kind of got into it a bit more. And maybe because it's two weeks after Christmas. And I think part of the problem watching a Christmas special in Australia is that we watch it on Boxing Day morning when we have had enough of Christmas. Like, you know... Christmas lights here are a nightmare because we've got to stay up to like 10 o'clock at night to see them because <laughs> the sun doesn't go down until nine-ish. So it's like, oh, uh, yeah, like why why are you making me go all the way to this suburb to look at someone's house covered in Christmas lights? I want to go to bed. Um, you know, it's summer. It's We're having fun. We're all exhausted. We've eaten too much on a day. Like, you know... Summer is for snacking and salads. Like, that's so... Christmas, eating too much food, it's just like, oh, ow, I'm really uncomfortable. Like, when it's cold, you want to... You want fuel because you're freezing and your body wants to kind of get things together. But in the summer... So, just give me a couple of lettuce leaves and a cranberry. I'll be fine. (laughs) All right, more thoughts and theories on the Church on Ruby Road coming up.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 